Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Hi, this is Rosalind Darby here again, and we have David Mills, Mills Albert, which I'm not sure a lot of listeners would be aware of just from driving up or down State Highway 1. Um, hi, David. Hello, how are you, Rosalind? Thanks for coming on. I mean, I know you're really, really busy, and it's, I really appreciate it. Oh, thank you. Um, the opportunity to come and sort of uh, talk to you a bit about what we do and the infrastructure works we're involved with is actually quite exciting. So. Oh, good. Yeah, I- I'm excited. As I said, I um, I bowled over to your beautiful premises just there by Nikau Valley, and I-, and I had just thought that you were a massive construction company. Um, but of course, when I went onto your website, I realised that no, your excavation, drainage, infrastructure, Gambian build, wall building, and forestry and equipment hire. Yes, so we, we do sort of cover quite a few bases. Um, just regarding the building, actually, um, that is a Ben Gilpin design. He's a local um, architect here, and we do thank him for that. But it's actually quite simplistic in its design. It, was, um, it is. It's a total span building, and um, Ben's got a, he has a love of cedar, so there's a cedar integration there. And the um, Gabion Walls, which was his um, design as well, but it sort of fits into um, one of the uh, key sort of uh, uh, products we provide. And um, they're actually a Heinz Dropbox uh, system, so they're quite right. a different one and um, it's local well no it's actually Linton uh, Rock that's actually filled them so it is one of the loves we have is uh, Gabion Walls and um, yes going back to uh, the range of services we uh, provide so yeah, we started off with the um, our concept with um, when Philip Albert and myself um, and that was like this. 20 years ago? Yeah, well, it was actually 20 years, just over 20 we've been trading. Um, we we sort of uh, were quite naive, and about 22 years ago we formed the company and then set two years up to sort of put our systems together and work out where we were going to go. And, okay. Um, I'm a drain layer by trade, and so we had that side of things, but we also had a real interest in forestry roading. And, um, forestry roading? Okay, yeah, yeah. That's where our sort of our um, initial logo started from, which was the, the triangle, with the, which was a, uh, a, a road uh, finishing in the distance with um, a series of culverts running through it, and, uh, and it also portrayed a tree. And yes, then, um, yes. Yeah. So when uh, Philip we, uh, sort of decided to move on and we brought him out of the business, we brought one of the triangles out and it sort of the Mills Albert sort of formed out of that as well and it's um it has a little bit of significance to who we are and what we sort of portrayed with there. the M and the A. Yeah, the M and the A. So um it's sort of the It's a really good logo. Yeah, no, thank you. It's um it is good and we've sort of uh we've been building actually um like 
our, our values around our business in the last sort of year or so as well. So we've actually been spending a lot of time on that. Is that in the last year or so? Because I noticed there was a feel for it on the website. Yes, there definitely is. And it's just um, they, the, value, the values, our values for our, um, came from our staff, actually. Um, it was really quite quite well done. And they sort of brought out what they thought they was important to how we operate and um, sort of as a collaborative affair. So, um, yeah, no, we're pretty proud of those as well. So. Yeah. So how did did you sort of... Did you make it open to the staff? Suggest something was happening? And yeah, well, like, with with currently um, one of the one of the work sort of fronts we're on, we're involved in the P two climate resilience, um, which has got a lot to do with Tiawa Kaurangi, the river, uh, the Hutt River. Hutt River, yeah. yeah. So we can and talk with, about that. Yeah, with Greater Wellington, and um, we actually received a merit award for one of the jobs last year. Okay. But with that, um, there was some incentives to sort of um, start working within a, the group to sort of build our identity and sort of just just to progress ourselves as a company and as a, in general and training and what have you. Okay. And um, so we're currently this is where I've been this morning. Actually, we're just starting another phase of that at Paul Road, which is placement training. Of, uh, no, of, um, starting another project out there. Okay. Is, uh, so that's Te Awa. Um, Te Awa Kairangi, This is what they call Site Eleven Port Road. Is where we are today. Yes. Um, which is river protection um, for the Awa. Yes. And um, it's quite significant. It's actually placing oh, just over 11,000 tonne of rock, which is it's not small by any means. Yeah. Um, so rock, rock placement, rock supply is one of, our, um, one of the aspects we deal in. Yes. Uh, we just recently finished 28,000 tonne of supply through the Tipuwaha project, which is the gateway to the Whanganui River. Um, so that's been very, very uh, significant because it's dealing a lot with... Uh, Te Awatupua, which is the, the river and the identity as mm-hmm. it is now, the Wanganui mm-hmm. River, and also the kawa, the uh, the values of the river. Mm-hmm. So um, you had to sort of portray um, a, an understanding on, of what that sort of meant uh, to the and, and incorporate it with the project. Mm-hmm. So, um, yeah, that was an interesting... When um, you had to portray it, was that like a new values or like even in design uh, thinking uh, uh, or work, work, a contract work style? In the, in the way we um, we tended the work, we so we formed. Uh, there's a group of um, contractors we um, sort of that we worked with to, and, and one of the values is the um, the streams that feed the river, bring the strength to the river in, in, in essence. Okay. And so we um, took a, a, a group of contractors, which was the stream that fed the the river or the project itself. And that was one of the values um, that was taken. So the contract was almost like the stream, did you say? Feeding well, it, it became part of one okay, of the values. Okay, as a values, yeah. yeah. So it was a very interesting concept and um, it was exciting to be part of. Um, we unfortunately didn't get the placement. That went to another local contractor in Monganui, that is, um, yes. Cashmore Contracting. But um, it still um, was certainly part of the, the whole uh, Tipuha experience, I suppose. Okay. But uh, drainage is another one of our major um, core strengths, and we've been very lucky to um, we've been awarded a couple of jobs in the local council here, which are quite major infrastructure projects that we'll be undertaking in the next uh, year. So you'll see plenty of us um, yes. around those. Yes. Um, but also with subdivisional work, sort of pipe work, and which is like you. very very predominant in the Capiti Coast. Like there's jobs. Been a long uh, history of jobs in the last ten years. There is, and well, there have been, and there certainly are going to be. But, going um, to be. But with that, the infrastructure, um, the, the council's infrastructure needs um, bolstering as well, because obviously the more houses, the more demand, and more pressure on the system. Yes. So it, um, for every uh, subdivision, it does create another sort of, uh, I won't say an issue, but there's certainly a lot that goes behind it. And, so um, how much involvement do you have in that? Like, 
like either by practical work or by looking at solutions or, or consultation? Oh, just practical work on that side, really. Yeah. Just um, but but we're also lucky because we've um, geared ourselves up to be um, so we've got. Um, integrated systems around quality, health and safety and environment, which makes us attractive enough to undertake larger infrastructure improvements for the for the um, local government and, and yeah. what have you. So that's where we get involvement in that sense, so you can actually work on the actual mainstream infrastructure as well. So, yes, yeah. yes. That's um, in drainage. In drainage, yeah. We, we do earthworks. Um, we're not a, uh, any, any means the same um, sort of scope as like, um, Goodman's do. But we do do some pretty good, interesting projects in earthworks, and um, we're working currently on State Highway 4, just out of Whanganui, north on the Parapara, which mm-hmm. is actually a, um, a very interesting piece of road, and we've done a couple of projects up there. Big Parapara, that really windy road. That's the one, okay. yes. So uh, we're currently doing quite a major retreat up there. That's um, we've been, We have been an early contractor engagement in that as well, which is where you do get to not design, because that's not our um, forte, but we do get to work with the designers about the practicalities and okay, what have you. Okay, that's very interesting. And that was a classic one there, and also working with local iwi. You had um, um, you had three local iwi up there, actually, Ngāti Rangi, um, Te Korawai o Te Awaiti, and uh, Unuku. And um, we worked with the local, um, with Higgins Run the Knot, which is the network outwork contract up there. And it's to, we worked with them and um, getting an outcome that was sort of favourable to all parties. So it was um, that was very interesting because the formation of fish ladders, for example. And, um, just fish making, ladders? Yeah, oh, of course. Just making sure that local interests are um, cared for. And it's all about um, a lot of the um, Māori interests are about the future. It's about how we leave the, the job when we're finished yeah, and um, making sure the progression of um, being able to get kai, you know, through um, tūnā or eel, um, just, just... Kai looking, through the... Because the, the normal f- water channels, the normal river channels, yes, if, if, so they can, a lot of them, if they're confused by new infrastructure. Yes, so um, in the past, roads have sort of upset those and there was never previously always consideration given. Well, now there's a lot more consideration given to what happens after. Okay. So making sure waterways are... Um, are re- Clear. Re- yeah, just re re um, introduced to where they used to go, okay. and the fish passages maintained or that's reintroduced. That's wonderful. Yeah, that's really exciting. Uh, part of what we get to do. So, yeah, um, a little bit out of you know, you're not just going over and shifting a few meters of dirt here and placing them there. It's actually there's a reason for it, as well as trying to get the uh, outcome. Of, My favourite um, film was animals. salmon fishing in the in the in the um, Yemen, but that's irrelevant <laughs> to this point. We haven't got to the Yemen yet. <laughs> <laughs> Don't rule that out. Oh yeah. Um, so. The retreat is that like that that farm where they've turned a big station they've turned it into a retreat. Uh, no, they um so there's two, a retreat is actually when you um take the road or the bank back away from the hazard. I got that completely so, wrong. So, so it is a retreat. So it's actually um the road on the borders the Mongol Federal River. Yeah. And um that had actually eroded, and they did look at um uh, an option of stabilising that bank with rock and what have you, and putting the road back over that area. But the um, more favourable option and um, financially viable option was to retreat the bank back. Okay, so, they had to so that really it does affect, you know, waterways and things, potentially. It, it does, and in the, in the landowners. So there's actually, when Wakakote go out, I suppose, to get these jobs, it's, there's a lot they have to consider, and um, and we were lucky, like once again, to be part of that early sort of construction yeah. um, practicality to sort of help with that. So, um, yeah. 
yeah, and that's no, building on knowledge all the time for you guys. It, it certainly is. Yeah. Um, it certainly is. So, um, and yes, that's that's happening a little bit more and more as um, as time goes on and people start, um, you know, understanding what you can do and what you can offer. You get do get the early contractor engagement, engagement and yeah. the opportunity to sort of work with the engineers and the consultants a little bit to get a favourable outcome. Yeah, yeah, so. yeah, that's really great, yeah. Yeah, and the whole time you've got to be training and trying to find staff to do this work. So um, that's, the, that's the other challenge you have these days in, in our game. Um, yeah, so Willing, pe- people I'm sure would be willing to take on this kind of experience job. Some are, some aren't. Some, it's, it's it's a different sort of world now, and there's a lot of as in there's no apprenticeships kind of for your field. Oh, there, a draining, there, draining. There are apprenticeships, and under the you know, um, you like we have drainage apprenticeships mm. and what have you, and we've um, recently had a couple of guys come through that and trained them. So you know they've qualified. Yeah. Um, you also have uh, we've got a. Uh, quarry manager and training at the moment so there's all things that are relative uh, we've got an apprentice mechanic in the workshop and what have you like that but it's actually just getting the pool of people that actually uh enjoy working in the outdoors amongst the dust and the mud as much as the smell of the machines you know the the machines are the glamour of it so to speak but um there's a lot of you know the conditions are sometimes you know you're you're exposed to the elements so it does deter some people um, but it's a it's fantastic. I've been doing this since I was 15 years old. You yeah. know, it's not what I chose to do at that time. It's just how I ended up being there. Yeah, I've been in the industry all my life through that, and um, I started as low down as, as you can get. You know, like in the workshop sweeping floors and what have you, and progressed to the opportunity. You know, we started with the Hilux in the trailer for crikey's sake. Did you? Yeah, and now we're employing over 100 people, and we've got you know a reasonable amount of plants. So, you, it's, it is an industry where you can go and create your own destiny Can if you've you? got passion. Yeah, and it's so. to do with the land, and it is to do with the outdoors. I mean, if you, if you like the outdoors, if you like the local geography, yeah, there you are. But I guess there is a choice not to work outdoors for a lot of people. Oh, that mean, are. they want to go and work in some office or whatever. Yeah, yeah well, we've got office-based staff as well, obviously, mm. you know, and there's, um, there's that side of it as well. But, no, it does, you know, you've got your health and safety component, you've got your environmental component, you've got your, um, your, your survey and quality component. Um, you've got your, your your staff administration as it is because they all take it all has part of the of the of the beast that's sort of trying out there to deliver you know so okay. it's um there's a lot to it you can't just go out and, and do a job do a job now it's a lot if you want to target the works of the sort of larger infrastructure okay. you can still do that don't get me wrong yeah. the, the other way and there's and there's great satisfaction in that as well okay. at times sometimes I wish I was doing that again <laughs> <laughs> but um but no on the whole it's um just the the vibrancy of the the industry and you've got to stay light on your feet um that's and in saying that that's why we've got so many disciplines um within our within our portfolio because you might have a subdivision market that crashes as it does sometimes. You okay. may the forestry industry crashes. Um, one of the biggest challenges at the moment is is, is materials. You know that they um, the, the drainage materials or building materials they fluctuate so much in the current environment, and that's um. That's You've tough. noticed that a big fluctuation in the last couple of years. Yeah. So it's um. Yeah, it has happened since COVID. I mean, COVID had true implications. I don't know if all the follow-on ones are COVID-generated, but they certainly, they're certainly there. You've got to deal with them the best you can. So, yeah, that's that's about that. On so that light on the feet. You you, you, t- you mean you have to be able to, yeah. If, if a subdivision doesn't happen and you've already invested a certain amount of planning involved, yeah, you've got to let oh, it go and sure. move on. Yes. No. We've um, we're actually starting one 
hopefully next week that we're supposed to start in June last year. You know, yeah. just a, just a con, um, just a uh, a component of subdivision. It's actually was subcontracting to um, local contractor Goodman's on this one, okay. and um, it's it's taken a long time to get going through varying reasons. And um, you know, like it it is that's an example of where it's actually quite hard to sort of uh, allocate your resource when you need it, you sort of head them, they go, then you sort of, um, yeah, yeah situation. You've got, you've got the men and the equipment you've got to allocate to that job, and then you've got to pull it back if it's not going to happen. Yes, that's right. So um, you have an operations team that sort of work pretty hard on that. Yeah. And, are um, they office team, or are they working on site as well, the uh, operations? People are managing all of that. Yeah, so uh, a balance of both. Mm. Um, we're very, very lucky. We've got um, a good couple of people involved in that front, um, mm-hmm. a guy called Stace Keen, actually. Um, he's very um, experienced and influenced structure itself and um, very very methodical in his planning so that makes it easier but um, by the same token when you when he goes for the jugular he's committed <laughs> it does make it harder to pull harder him back, to pull him back yeah. yeah so yeah. Uh, that's that's one of the joys of being in the operational side of the business because um, like obviously all that change and excitement yeah, and unpre- unpredictability and stuff yep we used to say, oh, we pride ourselves on small des- dynamic teams that go anywhere, but that can actually be a bit of a curse because you, you've got to be dedicated and sort of have allocated teams, not just um, dynamic teams, you know. Like, yeah. But in saying that, emergency works are another big part of what we do, actually. The slips recently, yeah. Cooper Bay. And yeah, no, dead right, and I've been lucky. And that would have been, you wouldn't have been expected to be having to do that, like one day you're doing something and suddenly you, you have to go and deal with a slip that wasn't... Dead unprecedented. Right. Yeah, no, you did right with that. Um, we've been fortunate to have a very good relationship with uh, Fulton Hogan over the years through the State Highway One Network through um, this portion of the road, and um, and since um, they've actually the whole restructure of that, they've got more of a um, dedicated team dealing with the. They've got an alliance around that now, and we're part of that. The, the dedicated um, with the State Highway One or the transmission or, uh, or just just to, uh, the State the, Highway One bit. The, the, it's the old Capital Gateway. It's sort of who looks after the local regional uh, local state highways. So, yes. So Fort and Hogan are in the alliance with that, okay. and um, we're lucky to be one of their subcontractors in that as well. So that's what's given us. Um, but that's sort of been built over years of. Been out there at midnight, and you know, whenever, um, just trying to help keep Paikokariki open when it you know goes through its phases. Well, it used to go through its phases, yeah. so that's um, that's been another interesting. So you've had, you've been in there all these years, so been you've maintained these relationships, but also understand the problems. Yeah, you do want to you do want to try and main, maintain relationships. as a huge part of um, being in our sort of um, industry. Mm-hmm. You've got to um, try and obviously create a relationship but then it's it is the maintaining of it that's important wow. and every every family relationship or uh, or relationship such as a business one has its ups and downs but um we you do go those. back yeah but Elvie Martin always had it right he was supporting right the council yeah. <laughs> so um so that's something we do sort of hold as well too because um they're, they're always going to be relationship problems so um yeah so that's a, but it's another key thing is about trying to have those relationships with this, um with with key um, and overall it becomes down to the work you know the commitment to the work doesn't it if you stick with that it does it does um yeah like respecting that you're going to be doing a good job with those people and, and yeah. over and above the yeah, you always, always try to do a job that you want done for yourself, and um, that's that's one of the uh, you know it's another sort of something I've brought from in the past. You know, like I've been. Uh, what's the key to your success? I asked a gentleman up in Narwara one day. He goes, "I always do a job that I'd want done in my own place," and I went, like, "That's pretty good. I'll take that with me <laughs> and see what happens on my journey." Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. But yeah, no, I, it's I certainly um, certainly been I, I won't say blessed, but I really enjoy 
been involved in the industry I'm in. So yeah, yeah I mean everybody, every layperson knows that Kapiti somewhere in there there's infrastructure going on. You know, we all, we all look, we're all kind of the um, ones that experience the, the results and the outcome of infrastructure with subdivisions and everything. Yeah. And we kind of know that you guys are out there, but we know very little about it. There is, um, there, there's, there is there's a downside to that, of course, too, because um, when you get on some of these key infrastructure projects, um, the public perception that no one's, no one's moving um, but there's a lot of work going on either under the ground or above, and um, and some of these drainage projects are going to cause a lot of um, potential disruption. Uh, disruption. You know, they do, like coming through Waikanoi yourself, sometimes you see it. Um, but no one wants to be there any longer than they have to be. Um, it's just what the the perception is. Um, so it's actually one of the difficult things of sort of balancing is how you, um, you undertake a, a drain that's six metres deep in water, um, and not to Six be se- well, some of the drains yeah. can be yes. So, yeah. you know, so that's just and not. Um, so, what was just I interrupted you? Sorry. Oh, it's just the perception that you're not doing anything or you're not moving, but it's actually quite involved in the process of getting down there and safely. Um, safely, because everyone's got the right to go home. You know, like so. It's um, that's another whole arm of your work is health and safety, isn't it? You've got a yeah. No, it is. So, um, it's we've got accreditation for it. So we've got integrated systems, which is the um for the quality, health, and safety, and the environmental. So, um, which is ISO, which is actually a, a big part of where we are. ISO um, is um, environmental. And ISO is international standards. So of course. Um, yeah. So, it's, yeah. so international standards are around, for you, around environmental and health and safety. And quality. Not just New Zealand standards. Oh, so, well, it is in New Zealand. Yes. But it's brought, yeah. New Zealand is brought in the ISO. Yes, so, okay. it's, um, yeah, so we've, um, we're on that. You've, you've got certain um, things you have to be involved with um, to pre-qualify to work with, um, say, wakakotahi like um, Tōtika, which is a pre-qualification. They check that your systems are um, up to speed so that you're not just getting random people. And that's going. not easy. I mean, I know to pass those, pass those mm. certifications, you've actually mm. got to be really focused on getting everything the right boxes ticked and everything. You do, yeah. You and can't it, just it, say, oh, we do it, so we know what we're doing. You've no, actually got to go through the, the, the paperwork and make it look like it's presentable yeah. across the standard. Mm. So it's daily reports, all your you know, inspection test plans. There's, there's quite a lot that goes on behind the work scene as opposed to just the physical work. Data reports, um, yeah. did you say? Oh, you've got to make sure you have good reporting systems. Um, see, once again, in the Kapiti Coast, I'll, I'll refer back to Goodman's again. They're sort of leaders in that sort of front. They're someone we also look up to to be like, you know, like because they've, they've, they've got 200, 300 staff, you know, so, and they are, they do, they move a lot of material on a daily basis. So um, we're very lucky to have role models like them around mm-hmm. us. So, And there's a lot of other companies too, you know, yeah. that have really sort of, Doing well and lifting the game, so there's there has been a progressional development of the whole industry. Yeah, within our region alone, you know. Really, within low. your region, we've had the opportunity. You know, there's so much going on, and it's still pushing forward to live in. You know, yep. so um, it's all yeah. happening all the time, isn't it? it? Is and you guys, uh, and the, you're the, you're there on 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 the ground. We are on the ground, and we're in amongst it, sort of yeah. doing our bit. So yes, it's um. Like I, say, I mean, I I I, I got into architecture because it was called people and the environment or geography and I love geography so I'm I'm just a little architect you know but it's the geography that grabs me it's it's how the and you and how the people impact their geography by by their coming together in terms of an urban place and you're actually doing the mechanics of all of that 
the hills and the valleys and the rivers. It's all everybody it's, loves that stuff. Oh, they do, and we're like rivers are big for us and the coastal stuff. You yeah, know, so we've got real coastal issues. Because you did Pycock, I think. Yeah, you? so well, we've done Pycock and we've done that Pycock seawall thing, sea which wall. they're all very proud of. I mean, they loved it. The Pycock yeah, people. well, not everyone. I don't think up to the time. But, oh, um, really? There's a little bit of disruption, and the wave action makes a bit of noise on the rock and what have you. But, oh, okay. Um, but it's a very, very sound um, form of protection, and it's worked well. Because um, that was the main thing; they had ongoing problems. For well, they did. Um, they're continuing. Of, obviously, there's um, this new project coming up there pretty soon. There's out for tender actually, so um, I won't say too much about that at the moment because I might give away some some tendering uh, competitive yeah, edge. Yeah. But uh, there is. Um, but no, we've, uh, we have done several rock um, placement jobs down the through there and um, in the Manawatu and the the Greater Wellington region in, in, in itself. So. Um, it is that's one of our major sort of um, pillars, I suppose you want to call it, is rock rock revetment work. Rock, and it's like retaining walls or, or what uh, revetments, which are revetments. sea walls or um, or river uh, river edge protection. Okay. Um, yeah, it's, but the supply as well. So, so um, how much work goes into sort of like designing it, you know, at the front end, understanding oh, what you have to do, or do engineers give in, you all engineers, the info? Engineers do that, and you've got you've got all sorts of dynamics with um with flow and um just the the stability of the ground, and you've got coastal action, you know. So in the rivers, they'll have groins, which actually okay. are designed to help collect metal as well as deflect. So. Um, flows, so you work so, off the engineers' drawings? Yeah, with those definitely. Yeah. Um, we're not we're not design engineers at all by any sense. Right. Um, you might have an odd engineer in, in the company, but oh, they yes, wouldn't be not, not doing design, the drawings. Yeah. No, no, not like that. We sort of um, we steer clear of that a little bit. Absolutely. It's yeah. Not, it's a different sort of. Uh, but yeah, yeah, I mean, all yeah, we like yeah, engineers put their drawings in and, and then we yeah. collaborate with them about some things whether we think it's um, feasible or not. So we do get that opportunity in the early contractor engagement, you know, just to see if there is another option to do something. Um, okay. But yes, no, it's um, that's a sort of whole different field, yeah. which is part of the infrastructure. But you arm. don't go in <laughs> so. and you have to have the engineering drawings before you do the work. Is what I mean. You you don't just go in and do. You, no. you there's always the drawings that you work off. Oh, there's a process. You know, there's the design goes forward. There's the application for the consent. You know, and there's the impacts. Uh, what what imp- what cultural or physical impacts going to happen in the area that you're going to work? All those type of things happens generally before you get there. Yeah. Oraki, that site I was telling you about, State Highway 4, was a bit different because we were actually, we weren't involved in the design, but we, we, said we were able to make suggestions how to negate some of the issues they were having about the effects. So, so that's um, where it's interesting, that collaboration. That's where it's all at, and that's where you really get um, massive, massive satisfaction. Wow. Yeah, and then being able to execute the work, and it's not a guarantee that you do. You've still got to meet, um, you've still got to have peer reviews against your pricing and what have you. Okay. Um, but it's, if you get So you may be in at the consulting, like collaboration stage, but you may not get the tender in the end of it. Technically, that can happen. Yes, okay. yes, that can happen. But it's so, still very satisfying doing the, just learning and building more on, on knowledge by yep. this involvement. No, for for sure. I mean, um, it, it's if you get to uh, charge your time out in that sense, it's um, definitely worth it. Um, sometimes it's a bit of a like you say a learning thing that you'll take with you. Um, okay. But the opportunity to recoup those costs is a lot greater now than it used to be. Too. Okay. Yeah. 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 So that's what I've. Got and so obviously. People will be very familiar with the Pukaroa Bay slip, and I noticed that you were, had to rush down there and deal to that. We did, um, and that was 
that was, like I say, that relationship with Heather Fulton Hogan that we're very lucky to be on in, in that port of call. Um, and then working with the engineers on top, um, they had a conceptual, once again, this... Um, Okay. They immediately started drawing up designs for that, did they? Yes. Okay. So and then um, and then we got up and it was just trying to work out because it was a bit hard to determine uh, the width of the benches to come down and what have you at the time. Um, the topography there was um, there was stress cracks in the in the hillside at the time and it was just trying to make sure we come down as efficiently as quickly as we could, but also made sure we took as much of the um, affected area out. Um, there's under, you know, you've always got things that'll pop up after about maybe why these things happen, you know, like whether it's um, water seepage out through the um, bank. So there's going to be some ongoing work there. But um, yeah, on the whole, I think we dealt with the, the bulk of it. And they've also given themselves a buffer at the bottom. So if it does slip, the road won't necessarily get blocked. Okay. Massive, if, even though um, Transmission Gully's through, there's, there's a massive emphasis to make sure that that, that road, State Highway 59, maintains its It's an its amazing integrity. road, just visually and well, yes. so forth. It's, a, it's actually... Um, it's going to be a tourist hit Yeah, hotspot. it is. And every now and again, when you want, you do it for a drive down there. And it's good to remember those times... Without the traffic. Without the traffic, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, we've all been... grown up on that road, and it's spectacular. Mm. You go, you come back from overseas. Oh my goodness, this beautiful road, just like half an hour from a capital city. Yeah, you do. I, I do. and often popping over Pukurua Bay Hill and looking out at Kapiti there, and you go, wow, can't beat that. <laughs> so, yeah, yeah, no, for sure, I definitely agree with oh, you. So there. you're on that road too. And yeah. um, when you say, oh, sorry, I'm division. You say you come down, and then you go. So you're talking about you come down with your excavations, and you create a flat, and you come down again. Yes, I'm a bit dumb on that. Yeah, so um, it, it can be used to collect water and disperse it, so it's not coming down the whole slope. It actually okay. um, saves it's like you. Like terrace kind of. Yeah, thing. sort of type of thing. So there's. Um, and that all has to be super stable. So you have to excavate it to to where it's really solid. Yeah, that's what, and that was part of the thing is trying to find those solid bases. So being up there and working with the um, design or the engineers was uh, fantastic. Really, the opportunity okay. to do that. Yeah. So um, and they were great. Everyone everyone was really um, proactive. You know, Kiwi Rail for, to let us get in the back and um, coming through their property. Um, okay. So it was really good to see the um, you know all the um, stakeholders. Wow. making a difference and, and not putting up And barriers. on the spot, I mean, it, was not, on it the spot, wasn't, wasn't work that was actually um, scheduled for. Never, yeah. And that's well, why that's that's people really yeah. contribute their skills and their know-how. Yep, they do. And just, um, yeah, that's, that's where the trick is. Wow. <laughs> that's what you live for in the game. Yeah, 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 so. yeah working with the land. Um, and yes. the people, and the people. It's working with the land and the people. That's what it's all about, yeah. It is, eh? Mm, so. It really is, the people. Um, you're, ta- you're talking about your training and you're saying that you're working, what did I see somewhere on your website? I mean, you're obviously working with iwi on the land, but you're also bringing in, um, looking at your diversity of employment in terms of oh, women, Yes, we iwi, are. Yes, yeah, so... Um, Unemployed. Yes, yeah, so there's a massive sort of, um, like uh, Tipoaha, what you're talking about at the moment, there's, 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 it's quite open. There's a massive um, push for uh, Māori Pacifica, people relo- uh, relocated by um, COVID, um, finding employment for them, and also for our 18 to 24-year-old um, age group people, which a lot of them are sort of... Haven't decided on Haven't decided, yeah. So, so we want to sort of try and get them with... Um, that type of people, so we're um, actively um, advertising for them. Um, okay. The the, the labour companies that supply a lot, they're you know they're sort of I won't say flatline, but they're always under pressure to supply. 
We've actually um, undertaken a, an initiative, well, it's actually a pilot scheme with Wellington Rugby this year mm-hmm. um, through um, involved with sponsorship with the Lions, but the, part of that is actually to try and work with the clubs to um, to take the female, male players, not necessarily top tier, to try and get offer employment for players that actually are looking to come to the region or to keep them in the region or just give them opportunities with their families. So the initiative through the, the, the uh, rugby union is to go out to the clubs. This is our first year with it, um, but next year hopefully it'll be um, done a little bit earlier. Um, get out to the clubs in their pre-season times and actually try and um, engage um, potential employees from that field. So you've got to look outside the square all the time. Now. And that's yeah. uh, in this region, or you're saying... That was Wellington region, so that's where we've been doing it. And so you're saying that people could relocate, so this would be a job for them? Oh, so for, for them, you know, they, the rugby teams may be looking to bring a player on. From, from elsewhere, from elsewhere, oh, okay. or, or even just to to retain people, they might be looking to go away because their 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 job is taking them elsewhere. We want to be able to say that we've got we've got an opportunity for yeah. you potentially as well. That's all we're doing is um, yeah. get out to the club and say, look, Mills Albert's here. We're involved. We we do different forms of um, you know, we're excavation. We're, all these different concepts. Um, there's there's EPIC, which is a training um, uh, sort of program through the contractors or civil contractors, and it has it'll go through your health and safety, your traffic management, all these different um, aspects of the industry. Which they can select, people can go into, yeah, so go towards one or other, and yeah, and, so and it's, track a, it's across. A, become a career um, path wow. as well. Yeah, because not everyone's going to be like a first grade rugby player, premier rugby player, or rep. So it's getting the so that's one of the things we're doing to look outside. Because I mean, I guess in some 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 young people going into rugby is their main activity for getting sort of some sort of like a really vibrant life. Yes, it is. And then, but and not then everyone's going to get there. But but, but mm. then what happens in a job? And they mm. understand that this mm. is their kind of way of becoming, you know, yeah. having a life. But then getting into work, and that's another way of. And I guess you know, theoretically, they're team players, so they'd be ideal for you. That's what we're. That's what we're hoping. So that's one of the things we're looking at outside. So there's all sorts of things being involved in a contracting business. You never think you would be, but you can't just rely on the pool that's in front of you. You've wow. got to start going out and looking oh, out. So you've got to start looking mm-hmm. for potential um, yeah, workers. So. so. Yeah, that's um, that's why. I was and more and more people are like wanted to go to university because that's the done thing to do. But I mean, it's not necessarily the best outcome for the um, well, they the all, industry. Not all of them. Not everyone gets out of it what they yeah. need. Um, and yeah, but there's a lot that do. But it's there's a, a heck of a lot of people that don't sort of make that cut in yes. the first place. And once again, um, but there's a real career and, and, and there, there is a real opportunity career. to learn so much. Mm. I remember I was at 15, like I said, when I started. I was at the end of the fourth form. I was doing French and German. I was one of those guys that's supposed to be off at university. And I, I said to my form teacher, I'd like to move on to engineering next year and do that. And he goes, you'd be wasting your time. And I said, you're right. See ya. And that was it. I left. I just thought I would be wasting my time if I stayed. So... You got into the job. Just got into the job. And you were a French and German uh, yeah, student. Yeah, I was one of those type of guys. That was... The- <laughs> So, Interesting. Uh, yeah. Anyway, that's what you can do. That's you know? what you can do. That's yeah. What you can do in the industry. So, and um, like the Gambian work is there still? That's more Gabian, for Gabian. Ga- Gabian. Gabian. Yes. Gabian work. Yes. Gam- Gabian work. Okay. That's sort of like pipes out of the ground. 
they're all light and grey, and the good thing about a gabion is you get to see it at the end of the day. It's pipes out of the ground. No, that's no. what I tell myself. Do you mean they? Do you mean they're like they, they bring water through? They drainage things. No, um, a lot of the guys um, they find gabion work a bit different, but I sell it to them as a, it's dra- it's like drain laying out of the ground. It's all line and grade, and so everything should look nice and true. Yes, yes. The, the opportunity with a gabion will get, lets you actually to present that work where no one ever sees a pipe. That's right. <laughs> so um, yeah, but gabions gabions, gabions. Uh, can be hard necker. Um, Lifting the stuff and then oh, tying just, it all together just, and stacking it. A lot of them are stacked by hand. It just depends what type of um, finish you're after. The ones from our yard, for example, every one of those little stones is placed by hand. Wow, you know, so it's so actually labour intensive. Very. Um, a lot of satisfaction Looks out of it. Good. Takes, yes, they do look good. Um, You've you just got to have the right mindset to go and do them. So, um, yeah. yeah, no, it's... Did you ever know Leon Keel, the stonemaker? I did. He used to, yes, when I worked for John Ray, he used to get his rock out Competing of Stanley for the 58. Rocks? Yeah, <laughs> nah. Nah, never with him. No. <laughs> but you no, he's the beautiful um, stone walls, for yeah, sure. Yeah. So. Um, and so, like, for me, um, suddenly your building popped up. Ah. And I was trying, you know, and it just looked so great at the foot of the hills there at, at Nikau Valley. And it just looks like, oh, yeah, you know, it's just meant to be there, the little gables, and then you've got the gambian, gabians. Gabians. And so, yeah, I just wondered how you ended up there. Well, I do apologise that we haven't finished it just yet, I actually, for those people that drive I, I past. Thought it, I thought it's been finished. <laughs> yeah. I, um, I no, so the building, the building has been, but the um, there's still stuff. quite a bit to do there, um, yet to the beautification side of things. But yep. Um, busy. We, we were looking for somewhere, and um, like you say, we were, earlier, we were, we were involved in that project. A little um, bit involved with, yeah, this, uh, right, with right, roading. Right at the very start of our um, business tenure, actually. It was a job by Juno's and um, Stringfellow's collaboration oh, yeah. for Wakakote, and we were actually, um, we did a bit of trap work there anyway. Um, over the years, you saw it wasn't developing that fast. The Bolarama had gone in there and what have you. It and wasn't then, developing, that's no. right. And then um, Montessori, I think, uh, went in there. Um, and anyway, Lisa and I were looking for a property, and um, I drove up there a couple of times and looked out. And I, well, this would be great, but it was always zoned as a tourism, so um, left it alone. But then went back and we actually um, sat down. Um, when saw Ben Gulpin, and um, he came up very quickly actually with a design concept. And um, we uh, approached council, and, and full credit to them, they we saw well, how could we make this happen. And they um, gave us some, never any guarantees, but they gave us some insight about what we needed to do to potentially get it um, uh, from a concept to becoming a reality, mm-hmm. and which we did, and we went back to them with that proposal, and um, here we are. Did there. they rezone or what? Um, no, so what we were very lucky there, we uh, we just approached all the neighbours that we had, okay. at, about um, which we were first concrete. Um, to get a resource consent? Y- yes, yeah, so uh, to not have to get a resource consent. Okay. Well, not, you know, like that. you got to sign, they signed yeah. it. Yeah. They did a boundary, yeah. And so there's a chap up the back that had been there for some time, and um, the people with the dog for, and the Bolarama and what have you, and um, they were very good neighbours and have been the whole time, so... Yeah. Yeah, it just, sort of, it just sort of sits there, and it, oh, it's going to be really good when we do finish like it. A gateway to Nikau Valley, but that's not your no. intention. But it just sort of, no. it's just sort of like there's something there that well, people it, can relate to. We'll have a we'll, when we get the trees down the front, sort of sorted and what have you, and actually get the shape finished, which is actually happening in the next. Is sort there of, more shape to go on? Oh, it's just with the bunding and the yeah. and the landscaping and what have you, and then the planting, it'll form more of a boulevard effect going down there, and there's going to be some eco palms planted on that, but they're very slow. Growing, so um, we'll have to use some 
potentially some cabbage trees to sort of emulate a little bit of that type of effect. Cool though. Going across the top of the batter. Um, but yes, that's it's a great a great place to be sighted. You can get okay. views of the island, obviously. You can even get the um, the sea. So can you up there? You've got a view yeah. of the sea and the island. And um, even when it was state high one, our access was always great. But even even better now. So we've got very good access off the um, you know with the the bridge there and coming around the roundabout. The overpass thing. Yeah, we've got good. Um, so you weren't involved way. in any of that overpass way back then when it was being built. That no, well that was part of that. So that's what Junos did in that con- oh, um, in okay. the job then because he's. He's, you know, he's been around a long time, Jim okay. Juno. He's still going to, okay. which is um, he's a uh, bridge and concrete okay. um, construction and based in uh, Stokes Valley, I think, Jim. Oh, really? I grew up there. Yeah. So, um, yeah, no, another, another. He's actually a stalwart of the uh, industry in its own right, in his yeah. own right. So, yeah. So, yeah, I guess uh, you know, there's only so many real experienced experts in the industry from you know long enough. So, I guess it is quite a specific kind of focused kind of world it is we're like for people like myself i've been very lucky there's been the rick goodman rick goodman's there's um john ray um tim juno himself um there's been um graham de rose id loader different business owners around the region who have been very influential as or or, or or targets or leading lights for someone like myself okay. to aspire to, um, and they always th- those type of guys are always there to give you a bit of um, advice, whether it be um, what you want to hear or, what, <laughs> or whatever. But they'll they'll always always um, sort of give you a bit of guiding light along your way. So wow. that's another good point about the industry itself. Someone will always stop and have a little bit to say, you know, offer you a bit of advice, that, you know, when you need it. So. Because it's basically pretty critical work. I mean, it's about the water, it's about drainage, it's structural support of it the is. ground. So people are actually really always looking at how to get this done better, done yeah. right. Yeah, I, I reckon there's a lot more collaboration nowadays than there used to be. It used to be a little bit of uh, dog eat dog, to be honest with oh, you. Oh, okay. Back, back, back when I was younger, it just seemed to be like that. Got a business-based um, thing. Yeah. But so, now the problems are so sort of apparent. Yes, that. they are, and so people. And there's enough work out there, to be honest with you, anyway. So if you can sort of, yeah, if, if you can give someone a bit of advice of yourself, it, it's, you might as well do it. Are Downers involved? In Downers Downers are a major company. Actually, we do quite a lot with Downer as well, to be honest with you. Um, Downers, Fulton Hogan, um, Fletcher Higgins, well, the same sort of company now. Um, they're all they're all the super 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 clubs, so to speak. Yeah, right. Um, and they um, and they do command their place in the workplace. So their structures are all set, um, and quite often companies like ours go and subcontract to them yes. um, to be part of their. You and, know. and and the procurement process is that is that a challenge or is it straightforward or or you know I mean I guess your clients might be typically government and regional councils, so they a lot of ours are have standard um, procurement. Yes, yeah, so. so so the systems we have in place help us with that type of thing. Okay. Um, with the with the Downer, Fulton Hogan, Higgin type companies, um, the fact that we're um, 50% Māori owned and registered with Amatai, um, that helps them actually tick a box with us because wow. their procurement requires shows, it. Well, it actually shows that they are actually contributing to that development of Māori Pacifica and people relocated by COVID by taking a company like ours, which is registered with Amatai. What's Amatai? Amatai is a um, it's an organisation. Um, you you have to have fifty um, percent ownership has to be Maori. Okay. Um, and what it is, it's a networking. So what they do is um, 
you you can work with each other, collaborate with each other, but also um, opportunities there sort of on a register. So companies that are registered with Amatai are Māori owned. Yes. And, wow. And so they become they become because the the the, the driver is on employment of Māori Pacifica. Like I said, um, you become one of the, I suppose, one of the attractive companies that will offer that type of content to some of the super companies. Yeah, so yeah, yeah, uh, that's interesting. So, yeah, so it's um, it's just it's another sort of um, it's it is a networking business networking. Yeah. So, so opportunities within. Yeah. So. So you've now got the systems in place where you know exactly where you need to go in terms of different um, tenders that come come up. I guess. I mean, obviously, there's tons of work around anyway, but. Yeah, it's hard, I, I, I find it hard not to tender. It's um, you find it hard not to tender. Yeah, it's always been a bit of a bugbear of mine. I, I don't like not them to, go. Um, sometimes it's good to stay in touch with the market. Um, sometimes it's good to provide your client that's asked you to tender with an option, even though you actually potentially can't go and do the work. So you have got to make sure you price accordingly. But um, you don't want to drop out of the loop either. Well, I've never wanted to drop out of the loop. Um, That must be a really full-time job, tendering. It can be. So we've got, yeah, it does take time, and there's not always a reward on that. No. So it's um, you've got to be careful, a little bit more selective now. But Uh, it's still hard to say no. Oh, well, that's good. Yeah, so well, it isn't, it isn't, because it does burn a lot of the guys out, because it's pretty, a lot of the tender time Uh, period times can be quite tough. And and do you have in-house QS? Yes, so well, have, not so much. Do you have Q- a woman doing it? I sorry, uh, we haven't. Uh, so we haven't got any woman in the QS. I, I, I met a woman who I knew who said she. I thought she said she worked for Mills Albert, but must be a wrong place. I must. Have oh, we wrong. certainly have a woman at Mills Albert. So, but um, as QS. But no, so we've um, no, not at the moment. No, but, um, it must be in another place. Mm. Yes, yeah, so no, but. Um, would, if you can find a woman that's QS, we'll probably take one. <laughs> so <laughs> yeah, we're doing the QS right now. So another person. So, but yeah, no, that's um, it's always a changing beast, and that's the beautiful thing about the the industry. It it always changes. Like I said before, you stay light on your feet, and sort of you gotta you gotta stay um, as in touch with technology as much as you can. You know, with the machine control assistance and whatever with GPS machine control. Wow. All types of um aids and then what you can get now, people not being in trenches through remote control compactors, all little things like that. It's it's just constantly moving. It's actually quite Remarkable that the technology in terms of the digitization of labour. Yeah, yeah, so it's um but how do you keep on with it? I mean, yeah, that's I guess you have picks People who are really devoted to technology to keep um, informed, yeah, well, keeping informed. You've got to keep young staff. Yes, because <laughs> I'll tell you. Yes, um, and, and you just got to you just got to read what's out there. You got to you just wow. got to keep reading and um and be prepared to um. But it's a big learning curve jumping from that is. hand to digital. Yeah, no, but it's um like for it takes away plans. Um, it's actually aided. Most youth can use a telephone, an iPhone. So, but not every not everyone can read a plan. But with the aid of um, 3D machine control, it's in front of you as a graphic. And they and, 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 and people can negate through that through because they can use iPhones well. And the information, because information's power. If you've got the information, you, you know what you're doing. You're in control of what you're doing. But if you're relying on a plan you don't really know and you're breaking down in the sweat and it's not telling you anything, it, it can cause a problem. So that's what one thing um, 3D machine control is given to a lot of people that didn't have that ability before. Right, right, didn't have mm. ability, okay. Yeah. Crikey, I do go on sometimes. <laughs> so, no, it's, no it's, it's so, the diversity is fantastic. I, yeah. the, the, 
please do continue no. on. No, well, um, I'm probably getting near the end of my. <laughs> Sorry. No, no. It's, um, <laughs> the other thing was um, Heinz. There's, there's two Heinz, eh? But we were going to have Heinz on here one day. You know, the big New Heinz Zealand Heinz. Heinz, and they're amazing. They are. I mean, they've got great intentions in terms of social and diversity and community and environment commitments, haven't they? Heinz Pipelines? Yeah. Oh, definitely. So um, there's HI, there's two of them, aren't they? Oh, yes. So, well, HY, HY is HY the guys from yes. Auckland. Yes, so that's... And that's, they do all the piping around here in our rivers and, well, they get a lot of the contracts because they've, they've got a site down near, in, off Tirado Grove. I they think. do, that's one of their depots. So um, Heinz Pipelines have been around for quite some time. Um, I first ran into John Heinz, who's the founding... Um, the dad. Um, yeah, so it would be whew, close to 30 years ago. Um, we, uh-huh. He was just thrusting into Wanganui at that stage with his pipe supply. And um, I was working for a company called ID Loader Limited, and we used to do a lot of the infrastructure work up there. And um, he had his pipes um, come in, and there was a few faults with them, um, only little ones, and he came down to, well, they were sending someone down to fix them um, with some um, EPAR. And um, anyway, this green Fairmont pulls on down. This chap gets out with a gleaming gold front tooth smile. Hi, I'm John Hines. And he's there, and he's there to fix his own pipes. And, yeah. And that's the type of guy he is. Yeah. Aaron and... Um, Aaron and... Um, Two sons. Crikey, I've forgotten the other one's name. Forgive me. Sorry. But um, they, they're very involved in the business um, and very clever, very, very clever men. Yeah. Um, the business has exploded since that time, obviously. They, they spend a lot of time on... Um, Technology as well, doing what they do, and um, but also putting back into um, sort of s- uh, rewarding their loyal supporters as well. So they do a lot of sort of um, um, they'll take a busload or three or four busloads of people down to the west coast and um, take you on a bit of a, um, a tour a of tour. their work. But but also they they they'll pick somewhere that has like the west coast at the time. Like I went down there with them was under a lot of. Um, financial pressure because there's no tourism around just through in between the COVID time so um, they give back in more ways than one yeah so um, you, you don't, they don't take you to look at their projects you're not oh yes no you so, so the west they take you, you to look at a project they're doing on the west coast oh and they didn't take us down there for the uh, for a project but they do take you to projects no that was more a payback for um using us type of scenario oh right yeah but they are um they are a fantastic right. infrastructure supplying company but yeah. there's also humes humes well. humes and yeah. Hines, yes. yeah so humes are another good company yeah. um they've been around a lot longer Okay, um, yeah. Than Heinz, and actually, I think they collaborate a little bit um, with some of the manufacturers of the concrete products. Yes. Um, so um, they share some factory. I, I'm not too sure of the status of that nowadays. But, do, but they do Heinz make all these amazing sort of couplings and all these sort of metal kind of things. Do you buy those off? Do you use those stuff that they make? That they they. Um, they're, more, they're more. They're more concrete. They supply. They'll supply anything drainage wise, whether yes. it be. Um, whether it be. Um, Ductile iron water fittings, so I think, which we might be talking about there. I'm not sure. PVC, they don't make themselves. They, they had these metal kind of, maybe they were concrete, but they were different coloured painted kind of big metal couplings. This was the Heinz guys down in, down in Tiroto. Maybe, yeah, and I, yeah, I don't know what they were. The whole, they will be to do with water, I think. Yeah, water, yeah. 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 So, um, so, so do you have any um, stuff coming your way around three waters you know the disadvantages advantages or is that not your field i'll probably not stay away from it yeah i'll stay away from that at the moment it's um, it's a big unknown at the moment yeah it is so i I, i'm not actually really uh, i'm not well enough informed no none of us really are yeah 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 yeah. um yes 
what else was I going to? There's so much going on. Um, rock supply, contracting. And, and you came from Whanganui? Came from Whanganui. Good old Whanganui. Yep. So, um, I love Whanganui. Oh, yes. No, I lived there for the first 30 years of my life. I've been down here for 28 years. So, what um, brought you here? I mean, the my work. Wife. Oh, oh, right. <laughs> you, you moved from Whanganui and came down here. Well, I had long met Lisa actually, and she was moving down here anyway, and I thought, I'll just come on down anyway and see how it goes. And so. you hadn't started the business at that point? No. You started um, down here. So you so took the leap? You took the leap and always always came down with a, uh, an ambition to create a business. Okay. Um, and then um, when I sort of started talking to Lisa's brother, Albie, who we started the business with, we just decided we didn't want to be, um, uh, just didn't want to have a digger on the back of a truck. We wanted to be properly structured properly structured yeah and um you could give so me some advice maybe huh? you could give me some advice uh, no it was just it's just that we do, i didn't really want to go back to that i've been like a, Tra- been, like yeah. a contract yeah. yeah so um so we we formed the business and um we our first job was actually a drive-by in katikati for a friend friend of ours and while we we're there we were awarded a stormwater renewal project with Fapora City at the Fenuatapu um, Cemetery. Uh-huh. Yeah, so, um, and away we went from that point. It was, yeah, yeah. so we, you know, because we didn't try and pinch any of my previous employers' clients. It was actually a bit naive, actually, <laughs> to be quite honest. The business plan wasn't that great, I suppose, at first, but it, um, <laughs> it worked out all right at the end of the day. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But yeah, yeah Wamanui, it, it was a long hop coming down here and trying to start a business and not be. Part of the region, you know, like I, I worked there. I think it would be really hard if you're starting in somewhere and, else. Yeah, well, Carpenter was pretty hard back then too. So, so we'd, what would have been like, oh, like 2020 or something? 2020. Um, it yes, would have been that. Yeah, it was yes, just. It was. Yeah, yeah there was a lot 2002 of. 2002, I left John. A lot of people asking mm. questions, trying to get things going. You know, what, where, where's the? How's the, the city? You know, how's it? Yeah. What's the direction of this of all the development and everything? There's a lot of questions. There was a lot happening back then. We actually did a lot of our work in the Rangatiki. We went up and um because we 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 did a lot for um a downer actually at the time around the um uh, central plateau I suppose and we that's where we got there's a huge floods in, in the Manawatu. Yeah, so that was great. <laughs> Sorry. All those floods, those <laughs> terrible, you know, hundred-year floods. Yeah, they did um, provide a few options, and from there, was we that what you came in at that flood time? We were before, um, but that was our second stage. Yeah. And then what happened after that? We um, we were lucky enough to get onto our first major project, which was the Napier Taihapi, which was um, seventy-five k's out of Taihapi. Oh gosh! And it was that was like in the wilderness. Um, so um, that was that game, yeah. It was was that the old Napier Taupo Road? Was it not what, Taupo Napier Taihapi? Napier Taihapi. Yeah. Napier Taihapi, right? Yeah. So um, that was that's how we sort of got there, and then we came back. We we're more or less established. You know, Off you went. Where we went yeah, so. And there you are sitting there, um, along there with your with your gabion wall. <laughs> my gabion wall. Todd's saying we've only got a few minutes to go. Yeah, that's but right. I've just got so much information I wrote down. Just glancing, as I said, your website, you know. Becomes yep. a bit of a treasure trove. You just think, "I'm oh, mills out." And you go, in, and there all the stuff, and you've got a great Facebook. You know, there's all the like, there was a picture of the wind farm, but that wasn't anything to do with you. That was just a photo competition that somebody won. Well, but we you didn't do the wind farm. No, but we were working at the wind farm, and what we what we did that photo competition was actually initially done internally, and through that in your company, uh, yeah, and okay. then and then that photo went on to the one that was externally. And it won through the civil contractors. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So. Oh, so you had a little photo competition, and so the staff yeah. are out there, Todd's yeah. wanting me to wind up, cool. out there on, on the in these lovely zones, these yeah. lovely regional yeah. sites, and it's obviously great opportunities for photos throughout the day. You know, right. sunrise, sunset. 
Yeah, so it's a beautiful thing. And so here, there's these, if anybody looks at the site, the website, there's these sort of silhouetted black shapes of the windmills and then framed by this massive um, yeah, raiding kind of thing. Yeah. Hey, but um, anything else you'd like to say, John? No, but just that David. David! <laughs> David! David. <laughs> I'm, 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 I'm convinced you're not sure. Um, terrible. No, just like thank you for the opportunity to sort of just have a chat about what we do and, um, yeah, just let you know that there's there's a lot more to uh, what goes on just with it's not just diggers and trucks and things like that. There's a lot of peripherals that goes on within the infrastructure industry and um, a lot of like minded people out there that are really enjoying being part of it. So A lot of people mm. really enjoying being mm. part of it and you want yeah. to keep that labour flow coming through. We want to increase that labour flow. Increase that flow. <laughs> yeah. oh, it sounds yeah. so interesting. I mean, now with yeah. the, you know, yeah. we've got Keying Aura now and all of the rest of it. I mean, and different sorts of building styles with medium density, I guess that's going to change things a bit as well. It does change. Yeah, it does so change. Things. know that's all happening as well the politics of, of settlement and public space does you know we now want to build our, our residential places differently we do we want they to build communities not just yep no, the isolated ho- suburbs things are changing all the time so that, and yes, you're part you're of the infrastructure of it yep lucky enough lucky enough oh good <laughs> thank you very much david thank you here we have david mills one of the directors founders of mills albert an infrastructure company very local here at just at the face of Nikau valley and state highway one Thank you. I'm really glad that you came by. Thank you. I'm happy to be here. Yeah. Thank you. Cheers. Time to get up that great big healer of hope for a destination. This program is made with assistance from New Zealand On Air for radio broadcast and through the accessmedia.nz website. Thank you, New Zealand On Air. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandsLots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.